Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. I don't care how old I get, I can always hear my grandmother in my head, Mm -hmm. be Christ-like, dear. Be Mm. just like Jesus. Mm -hmm. But you know, the other day, I just didn't feel like being like Jesus. Uh, Let me count off everything. Um, So first of all, I logged on to Facebook and there was a post. Let me tell you, I am able to refrain from commenting on your Facebook post. But the things I am thinking in my head, the things I wanted to say, I could have like went off. But you showed restraint. I I did. But the (laughs) things I was thinking, though, Mm -hmm. totally not Christ-like. Then someone got mad at me for liking a Facebook post where one of my friends was sitting outside at a vineyard. And so she clearly had a picture of wine sitting in front of her. And I liked the picture. It was a nice photo. It was beautiful scenery. Uh, The wine looked nice, too, I guess. Uh, Somebody immediately sent me an instant message. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not very Jesus of you to like that picture while she's at a vineyard. Okay, the things in my head that popped up. Mm, I know. I'm thinking a hundred of them myself yep, right now. Didn't really feel like Jesus right there. Gotcha. Okay, the very same day. I had on a crop top where mm-hmm. I raised a, my arms a little bit and just ever so just a little bit of my skin right. showed just a midriff, just a little bit. Couldn't see a whole lot of my skin. Right. Somebody commented. Really? Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. are, are we dressing like a heathen now? Stop it. I kid you not. Seriously? Again, did okay. I feel like being Jesus because the things I actually did say to that person um, right. <laughs> was not. That was, the, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. You couldn't, couldn't hold back. I couldn't take any more. <laughs> right. And I know as Christ followers, we are supposed to. Be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be on our A game. We're supposed to be Christ-like. And I, I hear my grandmother in my head every single day. If they say things you don't like, be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Be like Jesus no matter what. Mm-hmm. We are held to a higher standard. But let's be honest. There are times when it is really, really easy to follow Jesus. And then there are times when it's difficult. For example, when I am in a worship service and the song is powerful and moving and it's really easy to follow Jesus. Right. Um, When I'm at the beach and looking out at the ocean and thinking about the peace and beauty of God, it's easy to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's easy to want to be Christ-like. When I'm sitting on my deck and drinking a cup of coffee and reading my Bible, easy, right? Um. Let someone say something bad about me and my kids. Am I ready to forgive them? Nope. Uh, Let somebody cut me off in traffic. Do I want to be like Jesus? Oh, now Uh, we're talking the same language. uh Uh-huh. Let someone ask me a gazillion questions in a meeting that I've been sitting in forever. Uh, Not so easy to be like Jesus then. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, The truth is there are times when it is hard to follow God. And here's the simple reason. We're not feeling it. All right. 
There are times I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like reading my Bible. I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel like praying. I just simply don't feel it. Yeah. Now, it's really difficult for me to relate to this subject because, Jess, I mean, let's be honest, I am like Jesus every day, every minute of every week. Okay. Uh, Completely, totally. Let me get off this mic now because lightning (laughs) is about to, like, hit the building. (laughs) So let me ask you a question. If if we were capable of being perfect, right, would there be a need for Jesus in our life? Mm, Good point. Yes, we are instructed to pursue the perfection that Jesus exemplified. Yep. Um, But the reason that there is so much grace, so much mercy, so much forgiveness is because God knows there are times we just – we fail. Um, And and let me me validate what you just said. I I, I go through days where – I know I should not be interacting with other people mm-hmm. because I am in a foul, foul, ugly mood, mm-hmm. and it's almost as if um, it's almost as if there's two of me. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want you to wig out and think you know, I'm, <laughs> but it is if there are two separate, distinct personalities: the one that is trying their best to be thoughtful and considerate of other individuals and the others the other personality is extremely selfish it's like i don't care about anybody else i'm inconvenienced and so therefore i'm not happy mm-hmm. and so you, the feeling of i don't feel like being like jesus right now that's not unusual we all go through it if we're honest if if you are really really honest we all go through that at some point and 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 in our lives I know that uh, you said it was your grandma mm-hmm. that was. Uh, I know that she would love to see her beautiful granddaughter. As soon as you're hurt, as soon as your feelings are hurt, turn around and go. It's okay. I forgive you. But the reality is that hurt digs in, and sometimes it takes time to get over the hurt. Sometimes it takes time to get to that place where you can say, okay. I'm going to let go of the hurt, and I am going to forgive that person. Sometimes it's a couple hours. Sometimes it's a couple days. Sometimes it's a couple decades. Yeah, yeah. And I get that. Like, I love my grandma dearly. Of course. I love her dearly. But I just, you know, raised in a whole different time. And my family, we joke all the time. And we say, you know, grandma is still, she's King James Virgin all the way. (laughs) Sure. You know? Sure. But, um. This is the thing. I've always, as a Christian, wanted to show my kids my failures. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't hide when I hurt um, even some of my sins, even because I want my kids to know who I run to for forgiveness. So if I fail, if I have a moment... I want my kids to see me down on my knees asking for forgiveness. I want my kids to see me when I'm hurting and go to God and ask him for help because mm-hmm. I want them to know that when we are in situations, uh, we have a source and I want them to know who they need to run to. Absolutely. So it, I don't mean this to sound like I'm, like trying to like dump on grandma. No, <laughs> like, no, no, no. I get that. She was just raised in a different time where it's like you hold things in and take everything to God. But I, 
I know that we can have these feelings like we are not supposed to like feel like we have to be perfect all the time. Right. But I feel guilty when I don't feel like worshiping. I feel guilty right. when I don't feel like praying. Do you know what I mean? I do. Like if there's a day, like if there's a Sunday that I give in <laughs> and don't get out of bed and go to church right. and the, I feel horrible. I feel horrible. Now, in that moment, right. if I just say, you know what? I'm going to pull out my iPad and I'm going to keep my pajamas on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make me a cup of coffee. I don't feel like walking into church today. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch some service on my iPad and I'm just going to sit here. And I will, in the moment, be <laughs> so very happy with my decision. But then the next day, I'm like, man, I really should have went to church. Like, why did I why did I let the enemy stop me from getting up and having community with with my fellow believers and my brothers and sisters in Christ? Like that will stick with me and eat away at me. And I'm like, that's shame right there. Yeah. And I'm not sure that that I I don't think that's productive, you know, because it's not like in the example you just gave. It's not as if you decided, I'm not going to church. I'm going to sit down in front of the TV. And I'm going to watch whatever I feel like watching. And you didn't have any kind of uh, time with God at all. You did. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the enemy won. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the enemy's like, yes, I kept her from having any kind of relationship with God today. That didn't happen. You know, I, I get that. But that's just one example. For Okay, like the other day when the person um, said something about my little crop top, right. I could have just like turned the other cheek and went the other way. But no, I went in. Right. I was like, you know what? Right. Don't you even worry about what I got on. And I'm like, right. oh, that was a little harsh. Like I, I Like I did go off. Right. Like. I just felt bad after the fact. And so I guess that's what I'm getting at. It's like when you choose not to be like Jesus, but then you feel so bad afterwards. Right. Well, (laughs) okay. That's actually a good sign. Yeah. Okay. Um, If you were to go off and uh, let's just be honest about it. If you were to go off and be ugly to somebody and your conscience did not gnaw at you a wee bit afterwards, Mm -hmm. that's when you should be concerned. (laughs) If you are capable of just wallowing in sin and not have some emotional conflict, some spiritual conflict afterwards, the guilt, feeling of remorse. You know what? That is very true. Yes. You know, come Mm -hmm. and say, okay, I need to go to God because I really blew it right then. If you go through that and you don't feel like that, that's a pretty clear indicator that there may be something bigger that needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know, so. That's a good point. I use that as, I'm I'm trying to (laughs) not say I rationalize, but there have been times when I just didn't feel like, I didn't feel like being obedient. Oh, I think that's what it boils down to yeah. is obedience. I, I know this may come as a shock, but I do have a problem with authority mm-hmm. at times. Mm-hmm. I feel like, excuse me, but I know what I'm doing. I've got this under control. I don't need anybody telling me what, how, or when to do anything. And that's usually when I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, but afterwards, it's the same thing. You get that gnawing on your soul, You that gnawing in your conscience. You're like, okay, I... I dropped the ball again. So, uh, hey, God, (laughs) it's me again, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to pray about this thing 
again? Yeah. But God is absolutely faithful. That was one thing I had to really wrap my brain around is that there's not a, a time limit. There's not a number of times that I can go to God and ask for repent or ask for forgiveness and, and he's like, Okay, but you only have one more left. You know, yeah. don't do it again because you've only got one more. <laughs> that that's not in God's nature. That's our human nature. That's the way we are with the people around us. You do that one more time and I'm cutting you out of my life. Mm-hmm. That's not God. And no. never has been and never will be. Right. But there are times when I just don't feel like I just don't feel like being obedient or controlled and boxed in in any way. I want to be a free spirit where I can do things my way. See, that's the thing about feelings, though. Feelings, I think, come across so genuine. Um, Feelings usually feel so authentic. Yes. Um, Feelings are so strong. Um, They can get us so emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, They feel so vivid and so tangible sometimes even. Do you know what I mean? Completely real. In the Um, moment, your feelings feel very, very real. They seem to validate who we are Mm -hmm. and what we're doing, which makes our feelings easy to trust. Mm -hmm. But they're also misleading. And I honestly feel like God is emotional and has feelings because we're made in his image. And if we're made in God's image, then we are also quite naturally are going, going to be emotional and we're supposed to have feelings. But I was looking at some verses and um, God feels deeply about different emotions. Like throughout scripture, you can see how God feels about anger. Like in Psalm 7, um, he talks about anger. God feels deeply about laughter. In Psalms, he even talks about compassion. And in Genesis and in Psalm, he talks about grief. He feels love. We know that in First John. And then he even talks about hate and he feels joy like God feels all of those emotions yes so we are allowed to have all of those feelings and emotions but for us our emotions our emotions and feelings can sometimes lie to us oh yeah oh yeah I I completely totally agree with you I know this may be hard to believe but one time I was invited to speak at a Wednesday night church service Mm -hmm. and the topic was I'm looking for a five-word phrase in the Bible, and I can't find it, and I'm wondering if you guys can help me. I'm looking for the phrase, if you feel like it. Mm. (laughs) Love your neighbor as yourself. You know, if you feel like it. If you feel like it. (laughs) Take care of the widows and the orphans. You know, if if you feel like it. The reason that that's not there is exactly what you just said. There are times when our feelings feel like it's guiding us in absolutely the right way. It makes us feel better, but they absolutely mislead us and lead us down the wrong path. I had a pastor one time speak to this issue, and it has stuck with me for so long. He said, right feelings follow right actions. Mm. So that's why when we're steeped in God's word and we know what we're supposed to do by God's word, and we set our feelings aside, I feel like doing A, but God is telling me to do B. Yeah. And we do B, the next thing you know, the right feelings follow along. It is very difficult to do, but it never fails. Right feelings always follow right actions. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so this is the thing. I think when we fix our eyes on his perfect love for us, that's where we can kind of combat those feelings, especially Mm -hmm. like you said, it would be different if, okay, we have these feelings towards people of not wanting to forgive anybody, not wanting to be around anybody or just having just not feeling it, period. But then we didn't have any conviction or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Completely. So I think the way we combat that is just to fix our eyes on Jesus. And I love what C.S. Lewis once said. He said, the great thing to remember is that though our feelings come and go, his love for us does not. So a couple of points. If you're struggling with a lack of emotion (laughs) Or these type of feelings. If you're wondering if your faith is strong enough to battle through a dry season or if you're afraid that because you don't always feel in love with Jesus, maybe or maybe you think you're not even saved. I've heard that before. Some people are like, am I really saved because I'm not feeling this? Right. Your feelings of love may come and go, but Christ never has and never will. His love will always be there. So we just make the choice to love. We every single day may be a struggle, but we never give up. We keep on pressing towards being more and more like Jesus. If you're not like Jesus today, okay, tomorrow you strive to be like Jesus. Right. Don't give in to shame. Keep fixing your eyes on him. And here's the biggest point of all. God came into our world to know every single temptation and every feeling and emotion we can experience. But the difference is that he didn't sin while feeling everything we felt. He already knew the feelings we were going to have. That's what makes God so trustworthy and understanding about what your emotions and feelings are all about in every situation. He knows what you're going through emotionally because he's emotional too. And he made us this way. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. Today's podcast is made possible by the number one Amazon bestseller, Leadership Endurance by Brian Sanders. Inspiring and powerful leadership principles from the greatest leaders of all time, including Lincoln, Grant, Churchill, and FDR. Available now at briansandersauthor.com. Proceeds benefit your encouraging Spirit FM and the positive alternative radio family of stations.